The family of a local teenager says she never would have left home without calling. It's praying for the best. I want my daughter home, man. And if she can't come home, I just want to know where she's at. These posters around the towns of Livermore and Jay beg anyone with information to come forward. Posters that Richard puts up every spring, never losing hope. in a nearly four-decade-old cold case. Thanks to cutting-edge DNA technology, the arrest happening exactly 39 years to the day. When Parabon Nanolabs used that sample to create 3D models of the suspected killer's face. It's heartbreaking. We miss her, and we're going to find her. We're going to keep looking until we do. It's like a never-ending nightmare. It doesn't end. It keeps returning and coming back. Tonight, we are joined by Neil Mann, producer, director, and tech entrepreneur. He has created shows and movies that have been seen on ESPN, Sci-Fi, Disney, and the list goes on. But he is here tonight to talk to us about a new app that could revolutionize the way people learn about and interact with true crime. The app is called Crime Door, and we are very excited to see what the future holds for this powerhouse of a program. Okay, so what was it that, that got you... Uh, interested in, in, in the app, in, in the Crime Door app itself. I think it's pretty obvious for a lot of people, but. Well, um, I've been in media, you know, pretty much my whole life. And, and really what that comes down to is I'm a storyteller. And, and I'm always looking for different and interesting ways to tell stories. And I've never been constrained by budget. You know, if I can get a lot of money, great, but I've learned how to make things very, very inexpensively. And so I just think, well, how do, what is the ultimate goal of what I want to do? And then how do I get there? And I don't necessarily worry about raising capital. If that means I put on my credit card, I'm going to do it because I just want to do it. Right. And, and I have known that virtual reality and augmented reality are a big deal. You know, basically what it, what it means is it's, it's, the, um, it's the spatial web. It's the next it's, – it's web 3.0. We went from web desktop where we're all anchored to a chair. That's 1.0. Right. And then we went, we went mobile. You could not only take a laptop, but a phone. You could go around. You can access the internet mobile. That's 2.0. And now spatial, the three-dimensional internet is 3.0. And, it, and it, when you say it, it just sounds crazy. The three-dimensional internet, what does that even mean? Right, right. Every, every single thing that you know on the internet will move to three dimensions in the next mm -hmm. decade. Everything. The wow. smartphone will be dead by 2030. And you know who's going to kill it? Apple. They are on a mission to kill it. And if you, you just search it, you say, hey, what does Tim Cook say about uh, augmented reality? And he says, we're going to kill the smartphone. It will not exist. You will wear eyewear. 100%. You will wear contact lenses. And contact lenses, by the way, they, they already exist. You know, a lot of the things that, that I'm working on right now, people... Before they even saw Crime Door, they said, well, that's crazy. That's the future. That won't happen. And I'm like, this is, this is what I'm showing you now is old technology. Right. The new stuff, what I know about, you just can't consume it because you don't have the hardware yet. We don't have it yet. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And so the way immersive media is going to change our lives is substantial. And so knowing that and knowing I miss the internet and knowing I miss the smartphone – and I missed you know, doing something significant in social media. I was always looking for what's the next be best big thing. 
And the spatial web is the biggest of the biggest. It's the internet meets electricity meets the printing press combined. It's, mm. it's just, it's almost incomprehensible how big it is um, because everything will have information attached to it. So l- let's just leap ahead to the, uh, go with the, the idea that you're going to wear eyewear. And I'll tell you why in a minute, why you guarantee you will. But let's just assume that you say, okay, yeah, when I go into a, a conference room and there's a thousand people, I don't want to have to worry about remembering everyone's name. I can just look at them and the lenses on my camera will do their facial oh, yeah. recognition and all of their LinkedIn profiles will hover next to their face or their Facebook. And I can just, using my eyes, I can swipe through their Instagram photos and I can look at their Wikipedia. Let's say I will say yes to that superpower. I won't be the one guy in the world who says, no, nah, I don't like wearing glasses. I'm not going to have that ability, you know, to see through walls and see the, the cabling in the walls, the pipes, of the walls, because the CAD drawings are already in the internet. You can see that. Everyone's going to say yes. Everyone's going to say yes to this, of course, right? Of course. Yeah. And so when that happens, think about what you're, what you're already knowing about yourself through your phone. You know, how many steps did you walk today, Jeffrey and uh, Travis? You know? I genuinely don't know. Pay attention to that. I was lazy. Me neither, but somebody knows, right? You know, I, I have friends yeah, that are yeah. like, I did, I did 70,000 steps this morning. I'm like, God, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah, 70,000. I'm like, okay, but don't get hurt. And so <laughs> – if you're being tracked that way with your device and then you're wearing this eyewear or even just using your phone, you then look at the orange that you're going to eat. And the, the uh, lens from the camera will identify where that orange came from because it's going to be pulled down from the tree from a robot. You know, people are going to keep pulling it down. They're going to little robots go and pull it and put it in a basket. Robotics is a big thing. It's going to get even bigger. And so the AI on that, will, all of it, all of it, you know. And so as it rec- registers that, it knows where it came from. And so when you look at that orange, it's going to say, this came from this orchard, from this tree. It will be tracked by the visualization of it. And it will say, hey, Travis, you know, you walked 45 steps today, but you walked 6,000 yesterday and 10,000 the day before. And based on your history, you're going to watch, walk 1,000 tomorrow. And we know what you ate because you bought your stuff through the internet and everything's being tracked like it right. is now, kind of. And it's going to say, Travis, this orange has this caloric value to you right now, at this moment in this day. Crazy. That's how detailed and important this is going to be in our life. Everything you look at will have information that's personalized to you. So there's there's nothing bigger from a conceptual standpoint than I know of what's going to be happening in, in humanities in the coming years. And so I wanted to be a part of that. And, and the, the opportunity to be first is running out with augmented reality. Right. There's still a few left things to be first, but you know a lot of it's already kind of been done behind the scenes, and you can't really raise your hand and say, I'm first. So I was looking for the first, and the first would mean I would create really good augmented reality experiences that would enhance the two-dimensional content. And I had learned this from Pokemon Go. So Pokemon would seem like a, just a little gimmicky thing. You got this little guy popping up, but it was very significant. If you were a fan of that cartoon or the book or the comic, and suddenly now you have a sense of presence with the Pokemon right next to you, and you can measure how high you are next to it, what it looks like, how it moves, for the first time ever, you now have an understanding of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could have understood it before. You'd just be learning about it. Right. So, so you needed to create some kind of augmented reality experience that – add the level of understanding. 
And then a year and a half ago, my wife, Lauren, and I, and Lauren is the, the real true crime fan, uh, we were watching the Staircase documentary on Netflix. Uh, have, you, have you guys seen it? I I've seen the it. trailer for it. Really? It's like the gateway drug. <laughs> I mean, this is the way in to true crime. I'm shocked you guys haven't seen it. It's very good. It's about this, you know, this, this lady who was sadly found uh, bludgeoned at the base of her staircase. Um, and her husband said that she had gone outside and been attacked by an owl. And then she came back inside and then just lay down there and, and died, which sounds, you know, kind of nuts to me. Yeah. Uh, it sounds even more nuts when you, you learn that this was the second woman in his life that was found dead at the bottom of the staircase. Oh, the blood everywhere. So, it, you know, it, you know, I don't know how many times that's going to happen to the same guy. So it seemed, let's just say suspicious to me. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say, I thought he was guilty. Really guilty. <laughs> and so, so I'm watching this documentary with my wife and I'm like, this guy is so guilty. You know, like I've never seen someone so guilty and there's 10 parts of this thing. <laughs> and she's like, well, you got to watch it, you know, and, and they're so good at, at the end, end of every episode. It's like, well, maybe he did do it. Oh, maybe he didn't do it. You know, like these, right, these right. docs are great, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. or even the Netflix the, documentaries are they yeah they they'll they once they get a hold of you you're stuck you can't not finish every episode and, and the same thing goes for long form podcasting you know it's just like wow maybe maybe he didn't do it you know? right. so I, I'm I'm into this and I you know I, I'm pretty confident with the outcome in you know 15 minutes of the first episode and so I I start looking on the internet to, to learn more about this case and so I go to Google and I, I type in the staircase now, this is a hot hot thing happening right now. It's like, you know, part of the, you know, the, the, everyone's talking about the staircase at this moment in time. So I type in the staircase and I get on Google, I get staircases for sale. And then I type in the staircase Netflix and I get staircases for sale and I get Netflix for sale. And so then I go to staircase, Kathleen Peterson, Netflix, murder, North Carolina, right. documentary. <laughs> and now I'm starting to get the stuff, but I'm getting primarily information on the staircase released from Netflix. I'm not getting the the story. Like when did it first happen? When is the first article? Who first reported on it? And then right. what were the videos and articles in order? Google yeah. does not work that way. The algorithm does is not that clean. You have to dig. Right. And right. you know, after having fifteen or twenty or thirty tabs open, and then you got all this conspiratorial stuff and you got stuff that looks like it's real. I mean, someone made a great web page on it. It looks real, but it's you know usually not real. They're just a good web designer with their own oh, kind of yeah. wacky ideas. And so all of this was just frustrating for me. And I'm just trying to get the basic details. And so I, I said to her, I said, you know, where's the place? You know, where, where's the the website or the app? Where do you go? And you know, where's the ESPN.com of true crime? Right. And right. she just she just laughed and she's like, that doesn't exist. I thought, wow. What? How could it not? This, this is the most consumed content in the history of content. Right. Of all content. I mean, people go, oh, sports is so popular. In the 1950s, the number one sports in America were boxing and horse racing. <laughs> FIFA is a new thing relatively to time. I mean, Cain and Abel is the first murder, and that goes back a, a long way. Right. You know, when they when Gutenberg made the printing press they made bibles and they made newsletters and those newsletters were about who people was getting murdered and robbed and and abducted in the in the town square you know that's that's the news if it leads it bleeds yeah. so if you really start thinking globally about information you know it's it's about crime 
I mean, without question. And then, you know, from the true crime, it goes into the scripted crime. 70-something percent of broadcast television at prime time is, is a scripted crime show. Right, right. So I was, I was dumbfounded that it didn't exist, and I said, that's it. We're going to build that thing now. And, and I thought, well, you can't do it algorithmically. You'd have to hand make it. You'd have to hire journalists. You'd have to identify cases individually. You'd have to go case by case. Obviously, you have to build some kind of technology that will allow for this to work in a smooth way. That, that would be its own mountain. Right. But I was just trying to think about how the, the basics would be built. And so I said, all right, I got to figure out the tech. And then I got to figure out how it populates. And so, but I knew immediately when I, when I, when I was told that there's nothing like that exists, I was like, that's it. And then on top of that, we'll do my AR idea, which will add value Right. to that experience. It'll give you the sense of presence. Right. So for the first time ever, you could understand a crime. And, and you know, yes. I was, we were talking about this earlier with, it, to, to me, in my opinion, like the, the AR idea is, it's pretty cool. But I saw the, like like you were saying, the, uh, the content itself, the, the way it's organized, like everything the cases that I saw, everything was right there. Any, any bit of information that was available was right there all in one spot. And it's super impressive because for, for people like us, that's, you know, uh, if we're trying to do a podcast or any sort of research into, into a case, it's all right there. Everything that you want and need is right there. Like the, the job is already done for us, or it actually makes us irrelevant because it's all right there. <laughs> but and, no, and I think it's the, super uh... impressive. The AR is kind of the hook, right? That's that's what's grabbing the attention of, of audiences. And I know that's what it grabbed my attention when I saw it on the news. Um, I think it was the uh, Delphi murders. You guys cover that with the AR door. And uh, I was like, that's unbelievable. You're, you're actually on the train bridge, the trestle, with these girls. Um, so, yeah. So I'm going to show yeah. you. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, one of, that's one of the sexy things for sure. And it's it's, you know, it's... It gets to people's attention. It's something to talk about. But the depth of the content and the map is really unprecedented. And that's all free. Like, right. the, like the AR, like anyone who wants the AR, you should spend the $4.99 for the monthly. It's totally worth it. You know, a doorway is a buck ninety nine. That's that's the cost of an iTunes song. If Today, if you spent the $4.99, the cost per door would be like $0.23. Cents. Because there's like 20-something doors in there. And they're coming every week. And soon they'll be coming daily. And we'll talk wow. about that in a minute. But anyway, yeah. Travis, I, what were you going to say? Um, so I was actually going to open up the app here on, on the screen below you. Just so people could kind of see. Because we're also going to release this on YouTube as well. So people will be able to see the actual video. Um, so I like that it the map comes up and it finds your location, right? So it finds cases around you. Uh, the Ayla Reynolds case there on the bottom left, that's one of the biggest cases in the state of Maine ever. So I was really happy to see that in here. So when you go into one of these cases, not only do you get the crime summary, oops, tell you the whole story and what happened. By the way, how many people actually work on staff for you? Do you have like a team of people or? Yeah, we have 11 people in our core group. And then we have many people that are coders for us and developers around the world and journalists that we hire to make these. So many people in the, in the larger group, I can't say what number, um, but the core group is, is very small. Um, and then we expand globally as we build out in other territories. 
Oh, wow. Um, and I saw there's actually a spot here where you can actually sign up to help out with this as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in here, on the case content, you've got all kinds of videos, links to different videos that have taken place regarding the case. Um, it's just amazing you've collected this much stuff on this one little case, not yeah, to mention... Just, just the one case. Do you have a count of how many cases you actually have at this moment or this week? Yeah, we're nearing, we're nearing 700. And it's, 700. it's over 60,000 hours worth of free content. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. How, how long ago did you guys launch? Because this, did this come out on, uh, on Apple first? On iOS? Yeah, so we did a, a quiet, a very quiet beta launch on October 31st, uh, only on iOS. And it was just to sort of gather information, um, you know, put it out and see who touched it and what they did. We can, we, we can see what, what works and what doesn't work. And, excuse me. And, um, and we were making adjustments. And so that was on October 31st. We didn't even have an Android until roughly Christmas day. And then um, we, we had earmarked a date of January 10th that we would release. That would be the date. And we were going to release the Delphi door later that week. And we had some press lined up and, um, and we were going to do a little bit of marketing. Uh, obviously, we didn't see the insurrection coming. We thought all the political stuff would have been behind us at that point. Right. Uh, despite that, we had a very successful release on the 10th. We are a news app. You know, there's no opinion in our app. It's simply an aggregation of content. And then one thing that we do make is the AR. It's based off of the photos. So, you know, we're a straight news app and that's it. And right. despite it being the week of insurrection, as you could probably imagine, CNN and Fox News and other news apps were probably pretty active that week. We became the number seven app of all news apps in iOS that week. Wow. wow. Number seven. That's and we've ridiculous. gone as high as number we've gone as high as number four. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So the other thing with uh, COVID and being locked down, it gives people something to do. You know, they're stuck at home. They can go in here. They can research these cases. And then uh, with your AR door, they can actually visit the crime scene, which we'll show that in a minute here too. But I just want to show you. So this one random uh, disappearance in Maine, right? And you've got all these links on here, news articles. Like it, it gives you everything. It's unbelievable. And they're trusted news outlets too, right? Sorry, right. Um, again, you got photos in here. Yeah. I like that you have links to podcasts. So I was looking to see if we were on here and we actually made your cut. Yeah. There we are. <laughs> we made it. And uh, yeah. there, there was also the, uh, there's actual court records too, wasn't there? Or... Uh... Yeah, official sort of information, right? Like court documents and records and stuff like that was on there as well. Oh, throughout the app there are, sure. Right, right, yeah. If, if we can find it, if you can find it, we can find it. Right. We'll find we'll find it. In a, we're working specifically to this, so we're going to find everything really that's out there. That doesn't mean we miss something. We, you know, you could send us something if you found something. For the most part, if it exists, we're going to find it, and it's going to be there. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, you guys had mentioned your podcast is in there. That's great. Um, you know, again, we, we research and we try and bring in, you know, make this as inclusive as we can. Um, any content creator can reach out to me and send me their content. And if it's professionally produced, I'll put it in there. That's awesome. Furthermore, any family member 
or neighbor or cousin or friend of a victim can just email me and I'll build the case profile for them. Free. No cost. Oh, Anybody. Wow. Oh, no kidding. That's... Anybody. That's very That's good. fantastic. That, yeah, people just send me, that. send me the name and the date and what the crime was and we'll build that case profile for anybody. Because that's what it's about here. You know? I mean, what's the goal here? Sell something. Well, yeah. People. I mean, like, when we all got started in business, w did you ever really think, oh, I'm going to solve a murder? No. Didn't. When I was in college, I was like, I'm going to go out there and solve some missing person cases. I mean, sure, that sounds great, but it wasn't something I even would know how to do. And right. the fact that I was able to create something that could potentially do that game over man mm -hmm. that's it that's, that's and, be the greatest thing i could ever do forget about money that's gonna be the next thing you're gonna start having a, a cumulative total of how many people you've helped and and solved actually see that happen soon i sure hope so i sure hope so yeah and, and i was uh because i was checking it out this morning and and because i wasn't aware how long it had been out but it it Still impressed me that there was stuff that it said that you know some stuff had just come out today some new uh some new cases that had just been put on there i was like oh that's kind of cool and i looked further down it's like oh there was some yesterday and the day before and the day before like i was holy cow like these guys are just adding stuff is so often like it's far more than i was anticipating to be completely honest like it's it was, it was pretty impressive to see how much stuff how much content you guys are putting in there how much information you're putting in there actively it's it's very impressive every day a minimum of three case three case profiles go in there every day yeah and those those case, pro, case profiles can have dozens of hours of content i mean there's there's more content than you could ever consume and it's right. coming all the time and there's some big switches we're going to turn on in a few months that are going to really throw a lot of content out and I, I can't get into the details right now but i can just tell you it would be impossible for somebody to consume all this content. And I would also say, uh, well, I turn back to you guys to confirm, but my my opinion is that find me the greatest true crime fan ever, and I say they don't know more than 25% of these cases. Oh, mm. probably. I mean... So you said 60,000 hours, something like that, of content? Yeah, and counting. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the 50,000 50, hours of video alone is... Like, just because, you know, there's a lot of independent creators out there, too. They're making stuff, plus all the news articles and, you know, the interviews. There's there's no <laughs> there's no way for someone to get through all of that. But the resources for any individual cases, it's just all laid out right there for you. I found, as I've talked to journalists and some people in the podcast space and TV, they, they have said straight up, this is now my resource. Right. Like, like, I, don't, I literally said that to Jeff earlier. Yeah. yeah. Like, we will just, we, we know what to go to now. Like, if we need any information on anything, as long as it's in here, you know, uh, which it's only a matter of time, it, it, it's all right there. And, and the best part about it, too, is that, you know, like you said, the true crime is one of the, the best quote unquote sellers, you know, because. People are always consuming that sort of thing. Everything you've said about technology and, you know, what is always held up, it's it's stories about people getting killed. This, for someone, a, f a family member who has lost someone, if they can get their family onto this, it's going to be accessible to so many more people that so many more people can see this 
you know, spread that message and may, maybe there's, you know, it's opens so many more doors and eyes that, that people can, can say, oh, you know what, this, this sounds familiar. Like I know this, this sort of person, like this description kind of matches someone I know. And because it's, it's available for anyone to consume, for anyone to look into anything that's interesting locally, you know, it's, it's just a great resource. And I could see this being able to help in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, Travis, please go back to the map and search uh, Dollar, F-A-Y-E, and then dollar. Okay. So who's Dollar, guys? No idea. No idea. No idea. Nobody's thinking about Dollar. She died in, in 1980. Her case is still unsolved. Let's, let's scroll through the case profile here. And let's see what kind of content exists about Faye Dollar. All right, so there's a synopsis. We got that. Let's let's go back to the articles and the photos and videos. How much do we have? There's two articles about Faye Dollar. How many photos you got there? Two, three, four. Four, four photos. And what's below that? What else? One and podcast. One podcast. And one podcast. That is all that exists on Faye Dollar. All right, let's go back to the search and search Michael Nigg, N-I-G-G. So Michael, oops, I guess I spelled Michael wrong. No, you had you, it was the last name you missed. There you go, and then the NI. There you see it's the third one down. Uh, so Michael here murdered in 1995. Who's Michael Nig? No idea. No idea. I promise you, Faye uh -huh. and Michael's family they care about these people, mm. and yet there's only three, or four articles about him on the internet. There's there's four or six photos, and then one podcast. Nobody is talking about these people. These people matter. The Facebook yeah, page that was written about them is long since forgotten. You can't get me to look at that Facebook page from even if there was one for Faye. Right. You know, she went she was killed in nineteen ninety or eighty, sorry, nineteen eighty. So maybe no one even made one for her. And so as you Travis, you talk about this this one crime in your community, you're like, Oh, this is the most famous crime in my community, and it, it got me to look at it. Well, you're going to look around your community and you're going to find other ones you didn't know. And so maybe people don't stumble on a Faye Dollar unless they live in that neighborhood. But there are people in that area that will and they'll say, who is Faye? We should be thinking about Faye. Right. Absolutely. And there are there are hundreds of Faye Dollars in here and Michael Nicks. And yet, otherwise, they would be in an environment where people would not find them. They would just be written off to time. Right. Exactly. And I say we're all better than that. I say we look yeah. about or care about our community, want to know what our community is. If people start getting abducted in your neighborhood, you're going to pay attention. And it's a history of bad behavior in your neighborhood. You can want to know what happened. And that'll put attention to the Faye Dollars and the Michael Niggs of the world. And then hopefully somebody says, God, you know, it's been enough. It's been 40 years for Faye. Come on, somebody tell me who it was. Right, oh, that guy, right. he's in jail now, or he died, or whatever. I knew what it Somebody is going to come up with something if you give the voice to these victims, for sure. And, and that's the other thing about this, right, is these are all unsolved crimes, correct? Well, the ones we just talked about are, I'd okay. say 65 plus percent of the app is unsolved slash cold cases. Okay. Uh, and then you get into like the 25 to 30 ish or so percent that are adjudicated. We really only weigh in on cases that are, are officially unsolved. Right. Uh, they've kind of thrown their hands up uh, or they're adjudicated. We don't, we wouldn't get into a situation like F George Floyd where there's a trial and people are talking about it. We're, we're not about a current event. Right. We're not about trying to be political in any way. We're about, hey, man, nobody knows what they're doing on this one. Here are the facts. 
let's all look at the facts and see what we can come up with. Or right. here's one we all know or we should know about or it's an interesting story. Here are the facts as they were reported. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's awesome. It's an amazing app, I can tell you that. Uh, so let's see. So go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to the doors here. Let's Let's talk about how your industry is going to change and how our business works together. So how about JonBenet Ramsey? Okay, so we're going to open the augmented reality door. Can you do that right now? Yep. Okay, so now what I want you to do is imagine you're doing a podcast. And imagine you partnered with me to make a door. And you start the podcast, you say, hey, folks, today is an interactive three-dimensional podcast. Those are right. words that have never been put together. Right. <laughs> and the podcast starts with, hey, go get this crown for this episode. Press pause until you open the door, okay? Go ahead and open the door. And then as soon as someone opens the door. I don't know if I just don't have enough light in here or what. There. Uh, you got to maybe point to the ground a little more. There you go. There's your door. Okay, so you can use a joystick to go in. And now you're telling me. And so I'm with you holding my phone as I'm listening to your podcast. And go ahead, Travis, walk me through it. And I'm doing it real time with you. Explain what's happening. Me explain? Yeah. What are you oh, seeing? I'm I'm following you in real time in my house listening to your podcast. Yeah, it looks like we're walking through John Bonet's basement right now. Right. And so you would point out right there to the left, you see that urine stain on the ground straight ahead. And you talk about the details of that urine stain. Do you see that? Right there. Yeah. And yeah. then you talk about the paint caddy to the left of it. And that's critical because the in the paint caddy there's paintbrushes and her arms were bound by a paintbrush. And then you'll point to the left and you'll look at the water heater and you'll say, look at the details on the water heater, how crisp the detail is. And so you'll do this for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and that's the podcast. And so I'm going to be walking through the doorways that you're going to partner with to create an ingestion of the system. And me and the rest of your audience are going to be doing it with you during the podcast. It'll be an interactive podcast. How that's, awesome is that? that this is an awesome idea. You're far more creative than I am because I wouldn't have thought that on a podcast that way but it sounds awesome i'd watch it like <laughs> well that's what your business is about to become that's yeah, what no, the know, audio business know. is moving to be three-dimensional and they don't even know it yet right yeah right. yeah and i i'm uh, i'm into the, the vr stuff i have a vr headset myself and it was the first time you put a, VR, a headset on like that it's mind-blowing like the, in this separate space interacting with around you and you know, bringing that this to that as well, it, it, it can only like creativity is going to flourish with, with stuff like this. It's going to go bananas. Yeah. You can't even imagine what's about to happen. But you can imagine, though, if you're a podcaster, and we're just talking about one content creator. If you're a podcaster and your competitors start doing that and they're creating these doors and these experiences, and they're promoting them that some people who are visual and have a mobile device will say, Oh, I want to do this too. And I love these guys. I love the way they talk about the details. They say, there's Jean Benet. There's the paint caddy. Look at the way the, the dust is spread out on the floor. It's all totally accurate because we use the photos. Right. And so that will, just like the Pokemon added allegiance to the two dimensional content, this content for you guys will add allegiance with your audience because you're, they're going to be experiencing your podcast three-dimensionally in their house. That is next level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's now, true. do the same thing for the other content creators. At the end of the Dateline episode, to experience tonight's episode, go to the crown door for the show. At the end of the New York Times article, <clears throat> to experience today's article, 
download the crime door for this right. article right and on and on and on so all of the media companies everybody that makes crime content just like you would make it to put on youtube or facebook you'll participate in the three-dimensional sphere creating it here because this is where the audience is now is <clears throat> something and maybe this is something I've already talked about is is there going to be any further interaction with within these things like because where you mentioned that you know Gerenstein and Paint Caddy uh, there um, are there going to be like little highlight sort of things in that in the future with like hey this is this is relevant to the story because of this or that sort of absolutely there will be all kinds of interactivity in it um, you know right now there's a bandwidth issue that everybody's dealing with. Yeah, some people are on on some people are on like you know 4g a lot of people are on 4g phones some people still are on 3g phones right um you know we're talking about very advanced technology here right and so we're constantly uh finessing the tech to compress it even more so it'll work on the smaller older phones um and there's a compromise that has to happen there like i, I see some people i see kind of two things three things on the internet that people say they go it's amazing it's the greatest thing i've ever seen i love it they say it scared me uh, is this okay? And you know, I can understand that because you're you're now three dimensionally in a scene, and this is a whole new thing to you. But I'll I'll point out that when the first movie was made by Edison, people sat in the theater, and it was a single shot of a train coming down the track at right. them, and they ran out of the theater. They thought they were going to get hit by a train. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, a, a different kind of delivery mechanism can impact you, just like if you go to a three D movie and something jumps out at you, that can that can affect you. So some people can be shocked or excited or scared initially so that's the second thing and the third thing is it doesn't work on my phone and that's people with an older phone and it, they they struggle and we're always struggling to compress it in a way where it will still give that person with a newer phone a great experience but also uh, satisfy the person with the older phone and it, just some some older phones we just can't accommodate it because we're making that something that's so advanced right and so if we started put, putting up pop-ups in there and other kinds of overlays on something that's already what is considered to be a heavy asset uh it, it would bottleneck it even more so we really need to get more people on 5g and then we're not just going to have pop-ups but you're going to be able to move it forward and backwards in time oh yeah that's cool so you, like you can you control can the timeline and the characters can right. walk around you you know it's straight up like in the matrix you wow. can pause and play the action and you can move around the characters in many positions but again that you got to all be on 5g to use that right right it's amazing. Holy cow. Um, there was something that you were mentioning earlier. I didn't write it down, but you said we will get back to that or what that was. Uh, the, the business. And that's what we just talked about, how it, okay. how it works for you guys, how it, it enhances your content right. and how it will enhance the Dateline episode and how it will enhance the other programming, which is great for the consumer. So right now, when you go into a case profile, you have hopefully multiple articles multiple videos, but some, as we pointed out, they didn't cover it. But if I search JonBenet Ramsey documentary, I can find many JonBenet Ramsey documentaries right now on the internet, on Amazon, on Netflix, on Oxygen, right. everywhere. Well, when the user goes into the JonBenet Ramsey case profile, there will be multiple doors. Right now, there's the one door of the scene in the basement, but you guys may come and say, you know what, I want to do the kitchen where the pineapple bowl was. And then maybe uh, the BBC comes to us and they say, well, we want to do her bedroom. And then Rolling Stone magazine will come and say, well, we want to do where there was a press conference. And I'm like, they're all great stories. Everybody do it. So when the user goes in there, they will have choices. 
another reason wow. to get the subscription because you'll have many choices. But yep. each content creator is going to work hard to to push their door for the dollar ninety nine because they participate in that universe. Right. And they're all going to want to make it better and better and add additional content, more videos and, and analysis and and do the split screen walkthroughs like we just did and these things you're doing on YouTube to always enhance your content in that environment because it's going to it's going to elevate your profile. Yep. And it's just like if you were on YouTube or on Twitter and you made consistent content and you're adding more to it, you're going to get a larger engagement. And so the consumer is going to win with this and you're going to win. It's a new platform, a new voice for you to now engage with an audience. The kid in Jakarta who's never heard of your podcast, he's going to see that doorway and be like, I understand the visual nature of this doorway. Who made this thing? And then the audio will be able to translate to language of language using the AI. Yeah, because the mobile phone is truly global, and this is visual, and every single person on the planet knows what a missing person and murder is. You know, this has a capability of expanding all of the audience for all true crime content. And reverse is the same. Like the guy in India who has a TV show, he can get an audience in North Dakota because the guy in North Dakota doesn't care that that murder took place on a wacky train in India. He's gonna want to know about it. Sounds like a crazy story. Right. 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 The. the, Is this, are you, are you planning, because it sounds like this could really be a much bigger thing, which I'm, I'm assuming you feel that way as well. Um, I'm wondering if you you have any plans for uh, web-based sort of platform. So as far as, uh, you know, sort of like the Twitter of true crime sort of deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... Um... It, it's 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 interesting because you're you're talking about you know current technology and I'm thinking five years ahead. Right, so right, right. you know what is an app and what is an app going to be in the spatial web? It's it's very different. So in the in the near term, we will expand our web presence. We have a website, uh, CrimeDoor.com. It will right. be something that's searchable. It will be a definitive. Um, we'll call it a, a database, so to speak. Um, but for the AR experiences, obviously you need to pass through camera or you need eyewear. So mm-hmm. you could access certain things on the web and it would be like looking at it through a video game, but you wouldn't be able to get up and walk around with it. Right. So to have the real immersive experiences, which I believe will grow at scale you know, quickly, um, you really need the app. Right. right. And so there, there will always be a web presence. It will, it will, it will increase but the app is where you're really going to get the experience you need. Right. It's a it's an amazing tool. I can't wait to start using it <laughs> for our cases. Yeah, you saved us a ton of time. We can actually do more recording now. Yeah. No. I mean, this is um. Look, I didn't invent augmented reality. It's very smart people invented augmented reality. I'm a creative guy who sees opportunities and, and tries to make content great. But I'm telling you, the people that created this, they mean business. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is a real, real thing. This is, what we're doing is, 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 I think, a great enhancement of the content. But what the space is going to become is, is crazy. I mean, imagine like we're talking about dial-up AOL days right now. Right. And right. You know, it's going to be full minority report in less than five years. Right. I didn't like Minority Report that much, so hopefully not to that far. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm just talking about 
the eyewear and the visualization and you're yeah, walking around yeah. and you can see it, things and the, the buildings will be Blade Runner. Like all of that is coming. Right. It, it's funny because like, you know, um, and they, they've, they said it in the, in the past before, like science fiction movies kind of create technology. Like, you know, you, you see stuff that happens in the, in the science fiction movie. Like in, in the past, you would have seen people on Star Trek with the little uh, communicators. They're like, oh, there's no way that's possible. There's no cord hook to that. It's like, well, it didn't really take that that long for that sort of thing to happen. And same thing with like the uh, the retinal sort of, you know, um, le- le- contact lenses. Like they yeah. they already have sort of stuff like that. So yeah, uh, it's it's just it's. I'm really excited to see what what's coming down the line for for stuff like this. And it's awesome to see uh, creators taking advantage of the technology, like the stuff that you're doing with this. And putting it to use in such a uh, genuine and useful way, too, you know. Yeah, uh, Mojo Vision is the company that has recently made the augmented eye uh, contact lenses. They won uh, the best product award at CES just a couple of weeks ago. Really? And CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, is the biggest, right. um, biggest uh, convention in Vegas. This exists. I have seen it. It's not like an idea. It, it is a matter of fact. Right. And so it's just about until they can get it into the market, but you could put a contact lens in your eye and you can see augmented reality stuff like Terminator stuff today. Yeah. You know, and there are, there are gloves and suits, which are already being used in, in, uh, in VR where essentially, um, there's a, there's a, a outfit. It's a suit. It's called the Tesla suit. And it looks like, you know, like a, like a body suit and in it, there are little sensors. And so, I could be in France and I could hug Travis in his place. Hold on, my phone is beeping. Um, what that means is the, uh, the the depression of your fingers in the air as you're squeezing to hug me, I would feel that sensation pressured on the suit that I'm wearing if you were wearing gloves on your side. That is a today thing. It's a right now thing. Yeah, Ready Player One seemed like it was far away, but... I didn't realize that they actually had that sort of ready. No, no, it's it's all already there. Everything you can think of. Now, I'll tell you, you talk about science fiction movies. Here's here's the big thing that nobody really has noticed out of science fiction movies. Pretty much everything you can think of in a science fiction movie is kind of played out in some way or is happening, you know? All all of it exists, flying cars, it all exists, all that business. But one thing that they no science fiction movie ever ever got right was the, the personal computer, the, the walking around with the computer in your pocket with the desktop or the laptop. No one ever had it. No Stanley Kubrick 2001, nothing. And do you know why? Nope. They, they couldn't envision what email would be. And that's why you have this device. That's why you got the personal computer is electronic mail. And nobody could have thought of that. They couldn't predict it. And that's why you're all connected is be able to communicate through email. Right. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's it. Go back and look at Kubrick, look at anything else. And they got everything else right. Yeah. But no one has a computer. Yeah. Cause like, why would you need a computer? Who's going to need that? <laughs> I mean, they did get the AI, right. That you can talk to AI and it'll answer questions, but there's no device that you're carrying because you're not directly communicating with people. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. 
Um, Jeff's brain is melting right now. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're way smarter than us, so. Yeah. You're no, trying I, to, we're guys, trying to wrap I, our skulls around I, it. Listen to me. I don't know anything. I'm just a guy who reads tea leaves, and I'm like, hey, this, this, and this goes together. I'm, <laughs> I'm a college dropout. <laughs> um. Well, I'm unhirable. I mean, literally, I, I could not work with anybody. I, I, I'm impossible because I, I can't follow rules or instructions. <laughs> it will be required of a normal human being in an environment called right. work. Right. Did you have anything else, Travis? I don't. I don't think. No. Um, is, there, is there anything else that you have upcoming uh, about the uh, with the, the app that you want to mm. know about? Any... Well, I, I would just say... Um, you know, every week there's there's doors coming out. When does this air? I'm not sure. It's, it would be the twenty twenty first or the twenty eighth. I'm not sure. Okay, if it's the twenty if it's the twenty eighth, then you can use it. I'm gonna tell you. If it's the twenty first, you can't use it. Okay. All right, I'll be the twenty eighth. Good idea. <laughs> On the thirty first, we're gonna be releasing the crucifixion. Oh wow. The, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Crucifixion. That's correct. What's so, the most famous murder in history? Oh, it's about Jesus. So you can actually be there and witness it. Yeah. Oh, the Unbelievable. crucifixion. Okay. The crucifixion. Okay. Wow. But uh, I thought there was just a case that I wasn't aware of. What do you think about when I say that? I don't know. I I'm, thought <laughs> I'm blown away. Like it's, it's. But that's um... the that's the key thing with with AR is for, whether I do it or not is irrelevant. Just like we talked about television and film and the media, it's happening it's with or without traveling. me. It's it's happening with or without me. It is time traveling, and that's what the AR is. And what we're telling right now are historical murders, historical cases. That is a historical case, just as is the Amistad slave boat just as is the Holocaust. Every moment in history that was recreated into a painting or to a television show or to a movie or a radio show will exist in the three-dimensional sphere. Everything. It can't be stopped. The genie is out of the bottle. <laughs> so my feeling is, because I take things so seriously, I'm working with religious leaders. I'm getting their opinions as to what the scene is and how it should look. And I'm going to give people that ex experience to be in that divine moment with Jesus Christ. Just in time for Easter. Uh, just a couple of days before Good Friday. You know, it's, I think that's the time when people want to experience this. And when you think about from a teaching moment, for a Sunday school moment, it's not like this is a mysterious image. I mean, there's a cross on the uh, right. in, in the church. You know, we all know the image. We've seen it in movies and paintings. You know, there's nothing unique about that it's the delivery mechanism that's unique the way you experience it is what unique and remember the word it will allow you to understand that is a powerful experience for religious leaders yeah. to give a person the ability to be there and understand it yeah and for I'm sure very excited i'm very excited about that wow. <clears throat> that's amazing that's uh I would say it's ballsy, uh, but I mean, you, you you put you laid it out pretty pretty cleanly too. Like it's you know it's it's everywhere, but 
you know, yeah, it can be a really powerful, powerful image for a lot of people. Holy cow. It sounds loud. It, you say it sounds ballsy. And it, when I tell people that I'm going to, uh, that we're doing it, by the way, right. it's, it's almost completed. They, you know, there's like this shock, like, oh, did, why'd you touch that subject? It's, it's right. the most known subject. Right, right. I don't know of a bigger story than that story. Yeah, exactly. And so the idea that it exists in paintings and in television and movies, and by the way, there's three-dimensional movies where you could see this scene, oh, yeah. you know, happening with your 3D glasses. So the fact that you could discover it in your living room and have a sense of presence is the most obvious thing in my mind. Yeah. I don't think of it as ballsy. I don't think of it as like, oh, I'm putting my neck on the line. I think of it as obvious. It should be done. It should be taken very seriously. It should be done with great care. And that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. I agree. Wow. This has been a good night for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that you, uh, that you joined us tonight. This is exciting, guys. Yeah. I'm, thr I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're there. We're here. It's uh, about 35 degrees right now. Yeah, yeah we'd be thrilled to be there, too. We're... Well, I... Oh, hold on a second. Hold on before you say that. There, I'm, listen, I'm in LA, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you two things that are happening here right now. One, there's a cloud, and I can see it right now. And I'll, listen, the whole the whole show, I've been looking at it, and it hasn't done much. It's moved a little bit. It's it's over there, so I'm not super concerned. But it, there are people that live near that cloud, so that's the first thing. And the second thing, it's like like maybe even 58 today i mean it is bone chilling oh my god bone chilling so those two things make it unlikely i'm going to leave the house there's a cloud and it's 58 <laughs> wow <laughs> i know it's dangerous i know oh i feel for you i really do i empathize oh, i i do want to give a shout out to um katrina for for getting a hold of you and i i and i appreciate the introduction i really do yeah it was, it was really cool yeah no, this is this is fun, guys. Anytime you want to talk about stuff, like I said, I I can talk about my ideas all day long. <laughs> it's, it's like the one thing yeah. I really know is, is yourself, yeah, <laughs> myself for TV shows and movies that I've created. Yeah, uh, you're, you're so well spoken. I'm sorry. Right, I said you're very well spoken. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that microphone. It is an exciting microphone. I'm I'm really thrilled to get to use it. You know. Oh. I right, hope well, I sound good and my voice is like velvety with it or something. It is, yes. Oh, it makes it sounds really good. Makes me want to go yeah. buy one. Yeah, I have, to, I have to get right up close to my microphone to get anything nice out of it. Yeah. Yeah, good. No. It, I think it looks kind of wacky. I, I look a little too much of an intense DJ guy or maybe I want to like those those low talkers. What's that called? Oh, the ASMR the, stuff? AMSR, ASMR. Like, I can't hear that. It's, it drives me crazy. That's like they're like, me to sleep tick, sometimes. They're like tick 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 tick. Yeah. That's it. No. Yeah, you got it. That's your next no, career. No. Yeah. no, it's like it's nails on the chalkboard for me. I can't do it. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Neil, for joining us. Yes. And yeah, we can uh, get together again in a few months down the road or something when something new comes out. If you want to get a hold of us, and we can yeah. help promote that as well. For sure. And and look, when you guys are ready to collaborate on making some doors, you hit me up and we'll make something. Yeah. 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 Let's I, do I it. Actually, when you were mentioning that, like, there's probably a lot of stuff up here that could use some attention. So uh, I think definitely we should be in contact with you. 
hundred percent. And anybody in your audience that no, knows of a case, that ah. knows of a case that they want to have as, as a case profile, just email Crime Door and it'll get done. Fantastic. That's awesome. What what's the email? Is it Crime Door at? Um, hello at Crime Door. Well, thank yeah. you, Neil. Or, or, or if you just go to the Crime Door website, there may be like a form you fill out. But for sure, hello at Crime Door. If you just email and you say, this is the case, this is the dates, here's the information, the basic information, we'll take it from there. Fantastic. Yeah, also, actually, on the on the app itself, there's the spot I was talking about at the end where you can submit requests for cases, you can um, put in your own info, you can volunteer. So it's a really cool app and nicely done. Yeah, and we'll be recommending this to, to any of our because when we when we speak to people, we speak directly usually to a family member that's lost a loved one or, or something like that. So we'll definitely be recommending this to them as well to to help get their information out. So I, I can't wait for us all to work together and solve something. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. That's the goal. That will be the, that'll be the single greatest day of my life when that happens. No Absolutely. doubt. Very cool. Well, thank you, All right, again, Neil. Neil. We really appreciate it. You bet, fellas. Thank you. Yeah, have a good night. You too. Well, it's actually what six there, isn't it? Five, four. It's four fifteen here. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm leaving now. <laughs> but the cloud is still there. It's seven here. <laughs> and listen, it's not like a normal low cloud. It has it's like thickness. It's like a big marshmallow, and it's just by itself. Is it is it just unsettling? Is that why you don't like it? I don't know if there's a spaceship hiding in it or what. You know, this is the kind of cloud that a spaceship could be sitting in. That's the kind of thing. You know, I'm not saying there's a spaceship. I'm just saying like it's if suspicious. You, if you were a spaceship, you'd be in that cloud, right? That's what you're. Saying. I I would totally yes. Right, I would not right. be in the blue sky hovering around it. I would hide in the cloud, or maybe behind it. <laughs> anyway, I'll be on alert. I'll let you know if something happens. Okay. Yeah, keep, keep in touch. Thanks, fellas. Have a good night. Right. You too. All right, bye-bye. We would like to thank Neil very much for speaking with us tonight, and more importantly for creating this app that has so much potential to do great things for victims of unsolved cases and their families. The app is available on both Android and Apple, and in case you missed it, on the 31st they'll be releasing The Crucifixion, and it will definitely be worth checking out. That's all for now, and as always, thanks for listening. So we have some breaking news from Florida. An arrest has been made. After years of agony, a glimmer of hope for the family. Investigators spent hours searching through this house off Pennsylvania Avenue. What could be a major development in the search for missing Alabama teenager. Tonight, a stunning twist in the search for Taylor. Somebody out there knows something. They want to lay him to rest their way, not by somebody else's way.